Henry the Conqueror. A beat sports spotlight on Henry de Bromhead. Welcome back to part three of our look at one of the Southeast's all-time greatest trainers, Henry de Bromhead. So far, we've heard about Henry's incredible achievements at Cheltenham earlier this year and about the woman who led all of his great horses to victory, Rachel Blackmore. But what about the man himself? First of all, he's very good and very talented at what he does. Um, secondly, he's, you know, he's worked very, very hard to get where he is. He's not afraid to try new things. It all starts with sourcing the horses. You know, you have to... The horses just don't turn up on a day um, to the yard and then you train these superstars. It starts with sourcing the horses and Henry has a fantastic eye to source a horse and he has a plan for nearly every single horse in that yard. Owen Byrne is manager at Tremor Racecourse and over more than a two-decade relationship with Henry understands him better than most. You lose a hell of a lot more than you win. You know, you're, if, if you have a 25% strike rate in this sport, you're doing really well. So 75% of the time, you're losing. So, you know, think about that. Think about the amount of owners that are there uh, in the yard, high-profile owners, very successful people in business who obviously are able to afford to have a racehorse. Think about they all are speaking to Henry nearly every other day about how their horse is running and where they're going to run and they want to compete at the best they're paying hundreds of thousands of euros for horses and they expect them to be able to compete at that level so the pressure from a trainer's point of view in that is immense his ability to train the horses to the level he does is incredible being good to deal with people is is a big advantage and so on but essentially his owners are employing him to train his horses and he's exceptional at doing that. However, Henry's successes has not come without its setbacks, particularly the departure of the Potts family in 2016, taking the likes of Sizing John and Sizing Europe out of Knockin. There's no two ways of putting it. It would have hurt and would have hurt big time because he's seen then the year after a horse that he had himself, Sizing John, go on and win the Irish Gold Cup, the Cheltenham Gold Cup and the Punchstown Gold Cup the season after so things like that are going to affect you mentally more than anything we had great years with the pots uh, they're tremendous supporters of ours like Alan took a real punt on, on us you know he came in at, we'd had three or four winners that year and next thing I probably 12 or 14 horses in training as usual rumours going around that it was going to happen and Alan moved a few horses from us in the spring and the number of clients of ours that we had at the time uh, that just said, you know, don't worry, you know, we're, we're very keen to support you. But then the real crunch was in the summer when, you know, a big lorry came in and took the remainder of Alan's horses and moved them to various yards. <clears throat> that wasn't, you know, that was obviously uh, a bad day. And then a month later, Chickenstown decided to split with uh, Willie Mullins and in drives Penny Mouchoir, Valter Lido, uh, Balcade Flow, to name but a few. <clears throat> and suddenly the same lorry that took ours turns up full of these amazing horses. So, yes, we missed out on a Gold Cup winner, but to have the support of Jiggenstown with those horses was incredible at the time, and, and they're still with us now. To build his yard back up and then the whole crescendo of what happened last season at Cheltenham. It's, it's a credit to the man himself, the character he has to get get himself up off the ground from something like that happened to what happened last season. He was telling us one day that Honeysuckle can't work on the on the sand. She has to work on the wood chip. The same with other horses. He's 
for instance, on Saturday, we went out to the yard to see Shauna and she was off doing her flat work to get her ready, building her up. So like our horse, and I'll be honest about it, uh, is a minnow compared to the superstars out there. But it just goes to show, no matter if you're if you're Kenny Alexander, if you're Stevie Park, every horse is taken care of the exact same way. That's Andrew Halligan, who now co-owns one of the horses in the yard, Sean Auschlich, and it's something echoed by champion jockey and newly crowned BBC World Sports Star of the Year, Tipperary's own Rachel Blackmore. You know, horses are extremely intelligent, uh, fabulous animals. Um, you know, they, they take a lot of care and, you know, the, the work that gets done with them is, is just phenomenal, really. Um, it's that, that work that gets put into these horses, you know, that, that makes us have fantastic days. You see them. You see the boy. They're all so happy. They're all... You know, they're relaxed. It's a very relaxed yard and that translates into the horses. Everything's very chilled out or they're turned out in a field and everything gets turned out, you know, nearly every day when the weather allows. So they're getting their chill time. They're allowed to be a horse and they just allow themselves to develop as well. So he's got great skills like that, but the team is, you know, huge there. And as we'll find out tomorrow, Henry's connection with Waterford has also been crucial on his road to success. Conqueror, a beat sports spotlight on Henry de Bromhead.